This case is going to have you thinking that I am telling you about a new blockbuster movie coming out this summer. It is so far-fetched and removed from reality that wrapping your head around it is going to seem near impossible. Tragically, it's not a movie. Instead, it's the devastating reality of how a two-year-old boy and his 10-month-old sister had their lives brutally cut short. Hey, Coffee and Crimers, I'm your host, Belle Fagan. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On the afternoon of August 7th, 2021, 40-year-old surfing school owner Matthew Taylor Coleman was packing for a family camping trip along with his wife, Abby. When suddenly, without warning, he put his two kids, Kaleo 2 and Roxy 10 months old, into his van and drove away from their home in Santa Barbara, California. He drove the 250 miles to the Mexican border and stopped at the City Express Hotel in the beach town of Rosarito. For two days, he kept a low profile, staying in their room near enough the whole time, although guests do remember seeing the three of them in the lobby a couple of times. One of those guests said that Matthew was talking and smiling with the kids. She remembers thinking what a great looking trio they were and wondered where the mum was because she'd overheard Matthew saying to them, you'll see mummy soon. Instead, Abby was at home frantically trying to get a hold of her husband. After he'd sped off with the kids, she did ring the police, but said that they hadn't been arguing, their marriage wasn't in trouble, and that she was sure he'd be home with the kids before long. But the kids didn't come home. In the early hours of August 9th, two days after he'd left his wife at home, Matthew Coleman finally replied to Abby's texts. It said, quote, Hey babe, miss you too. Things have been rough, but starting to get some clarity as well. Still confused on a lot of things, though, and processing through them. So many crazy thoughts going through my head right now. Hard to explain. End quote. He then woke two-year-old son Kaleo and ten-month-old Roxy, bundled them back into his van, 
and drove them to a remote ranch a short drive away. There he murdered them both by stabbing them with a spear fishing gun. Roxy was shot with the spear gun 12 times and Kaleo 17 and the reason it was more was because he didn't die straight away. He then left their bodies in a remote part of the area, headed back to the hotel, got their stuff and checked out and it would be an hour later that Kaleo and Roxy would be found. The sun had only just risen over Rosarito when a neighbour told Roberto Ramirez about the blood splattered across the dry creek outside his small pink home. 47-year-old Roberto lives on a farm next to the fields of tomatoes and lettuce, in full view of the area's largest mountain. It's a super quiet place away from all the tourists who go to the restaurants and the strip clubs in the nearby city of Tijuana. Roberto hadn't heard anything during the night, but because the neighbour looked shaken, he went and got his son's dog, Kobe, and they both went investigated. He unlatched the fence, which was four strands of barbed wire wrapped around some wooden stakes, and saw some blood over a patch of dried out grass and rocks. There was more on the bushes the further he went in, so he kept going deeper, but he didn't find anything. He kept expecting to stumble on a big body or just anything, but didn't see anyone or anything. But soon, Kobe started barking at something about 65 feet away. As he got closer, he realised he was looking at two little children. Hidden under the leaves of a willow shrub, their small, pale bodies were lying on their sides, backs together, naked, except for their diapers or nappies. Just backtracking slightly, so like I said, Abby had called the police the day he drove off, but when he still wasn't back the next day, she did call the police again and this time filed a missing persons report for all three of them. Officers suggested that she use the find my phone feature on iPhone and she reluctantly agreed and that is when they saw his phone was showing him in Rosarito. But why hadn't she already done that? That's what I'd like to know. Because he's in Mexico, the case actually now has to be handed over to the FBI. Obviously, after Roberto Ramirez found the two children, he called the police, who by this point had already been in contact with the FBI. So they then immediately called the FBI and let them know that the two American children have been found. So they look again on the Find My Phone app and it shows Matthew at the US-Mexico border. Now, because he left with the kids, but was coming back alone, the customs official did a search of the van and found blood on the van's paperwork. And at the same time as the FBI were making their way to the border, they also called the FBI too to let them know that they had Matthew. He was then taken in for questioning. Now, while all of this was going on, officers had been dispatched to the hotel that he and the kids had been staying in, and thankfully the room hadn't yet been cleaned. All of their stuff was gone, except for three items. Two stuffed animals sat on a table with a family portrait propped up against it. And next to it, a Gideon Bible, just a regular one that you find in all the hotels. And it was open to Psalm 127, which says in part, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. Officers reported that it just looked eerily like a shrine. 
So what on earth was going on? Why had this seemingly okay dad run off from a wife that he evidently loved, you can see that from the text message, calling her babe and saying I love you, taken their children and then brutally murdered them? Up until this crime, Matthew had lived a normal, uneventful life. He grew up fairly religious, loved to surf, ride dirt bikes, and had friends who described him as caring and easygoing. When he was 36, he met Abby, who was from Texas, at a church group. And she was a CrossFit fanatic, and at that point when he met her, she was selling a weight loss MLM product. The kids were born, and neighbours didn't have a bad word to say about them. But as the COVID pandemic continued... Matthew, and actually Abby as well, had become conspiracy theorists. But not your average man-never-landed-on-the-moon type of conspiracies. They were part of the QAnon movement. Now, if you've not heard of the QAnon theories, let me try and break it down for you quickly. It's an American political conspiracy theory that started in around October 2017, when a figure called Q Clearance Patriot started writing posts on an anonymous forum called 4chan. They claimed to be a government insider and spread weird conspiracies about satanic paedophiles ruling the world and Donald Trump being their only saviour. They said that a cabal of satanic cannibalistic child molesters are operating a global child sex trafficking ring, which conspired against Donald Trump during his term in office as president. QAnon followers say that the Trump administration secretly fought the cabal which is the group of people involved in this plot, of paedophiles and would conduct mass arrests and executions of thousands of cabal members on a day known as the Storm or the Event. And they've actually named Democratic politicians, Hollywood actors, high-ranking government officials, business tycoons and medical experts as members of this cabal. Honestly, it's insane. You can fall down a TikTok rabbit hole or a Reddit rabbit hole on this topic And I've actually watched and read articles that have said stars like Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah Winfrey are members of this cabal. In fact, Santa Barbara, where Matthew and Abby lived, is only one town over from where celebs like Ellen, Oprah, Harry and Meghan live. Santa Barbara is also a town with a dark undercurrent. The Ku Klux Klan burned crosses to keep black residents out of the white parts of town back in the 1950s. And a restaurant called Sambo's, which displayed racist cartoon characters as decorations, only agreed to change its name last year. There are also countless clips and memes of hand gestures made by famous people in pictures that are supposedly secret signals to show that they are part of this satanic elite. Some of their other theories are super radical, confusing and out there, shall we say. QAnon members have also gotten violent. Members of the movement took part in the 2020 United States presidential election where they supported Trump's campaign and attempted to influence voters. And after Joe Biden won, they tried to overturn the results of the election. And when those tactics failed, Trump supporters, who many of them are QAnon followers, attacked the US Capitol on January 6, 2021. That attack actually caused a huge social media crackdown on the movement and its claims. Now, if your head hurts, basically, we can break it down to one sentence. They believe all Democrats are part of a Satan-worshipping group of child molesters and that Donald Trump is only pretending not to be president anymore so he can fight them. Let's just pause. Take a deep breath, okay? (laughs) Okay, back to the case. 
Although too late, Abby had actually texted Matthew back at 9.24am saying, quote, We're doing this together, babe. Praying for clarity over you and your mind this morning. Everything you've believed and known to be true is happening right now. I'm partnering with you from SB. Let's take back our city, the gateway of revival for the state of California and the nation and the world. You were created to change the course of world history. Take care of my little giant slayer and the voice of heaven's dove. They sure are special. Wow. Just, just wow. I mean, that's not the message of a mum super worried about the fact that her husband has driven off with their kids without a word, but on the same token, she probably also didn't believe that he'd kill them either. And this might just be me, but I honestly think that last line about take care of my little giant slayer and my the voice of heaven's dove, which I'm guessing is referencing the kids, is almost like a subtle message saying, whatever's going on, just please don't hurt them. So did she really not think that there was a chance he could hurt them? And again, maybe just me, but if my husband is out there with our kids and not replying to me, my phone is going to be attached to me. I would not be sleeping. So when a text comes through at around three in the morning, I would have seen it. But she was obviously sleeping or whatever because she doesn't reply for six hours, which just baffles me. During questioning, Matthew admitted that he had killed Kaleo and Roxy. He told the FBI agents where he'd left their bodies and also initialed a photo of their remains. He then went in to numerous conspiracy theories, including QAnon, the Illuminati, teleportation, time travel, and how his kids were communicating with him and telling him that other babies were being placed in fireworks, food, and walls. Now, I tried to do a little bit of a deep dive into what on earth that could mean, and I, I didn't come up with anything, because I just don't understand what that means. Babies being placed in fireworks, food, and walls. So, if you understand it, let me know. He told the agent that he felt that he was either crazy, or the only person left on earth that is a true man. When he woke in the early hours after replying to Abby's texts, he said that he felt like Neo from the movie The Matrix. He saw all the pieces being decoded and that the visions and signs revealed to him that his wife possessed serpent DNA and it wasn't clear, but she may also have been a shapeshifter. She'd passed the serpent DNA onto his kids and that all things were pointing to the idea that his children's corrupted DNA would spread if something wasn't done about it. He needed to prevent them from becoming an alien species that would cause carnage over the earth. And so the only way to save the world was by killing them. And this is exactly why I said at the start that you will think that this is the plot for a sci-fi movie. It is just crazy. Although Abby had shared a lot of his same beliefs, he'd gotten in really deep the last couple of months, whereas she had started pulling back slightly. Matthew's paranoia had reached an all-time high. About five or six days before he killed the kids, he started noticing strange coincidences, which includes the hand signals or gestures that I mentioned earlier. He began to notice more and more in photos posted on social media, and he'd also seen a friend of his using one of those hand gestures in a photo, which made him panic that the whole thing was set up and that they, in inverted commas, were using people he knew to get to him. That photo, though, had been taken when this friend was only 13, which was way before this bizarre theory even existed. 
Interestingly, though, it's alleged that while he was missing with the kids, Abby actually called that friend from the photo and asked him to come over. And when he did, she confronted him about that hand gesture he was doing, which, fun fact, was the peace sign. I mean, who hasn't done that gesture at least once in their life, especially in a photo? Abby accused him of being in on it and chased him out of the house. This is where it hurts my head because she believes most of the same stuff as him, but after his arrest, although she had admitted that, she also said that Matthew had been radicalised, whereas she wasn't. She put some of the blame on the evangelical church that Matthew attended. Although, according to Matthew, he was starting to believe that even the church leaders may be involved too. Despite his confession, there's no sign of a trial date yet, although he has pleaded not guilty, yeah, not guilty, to the two charges of foreign first-degree murder of US nationals. He's still being evaluated for his state of mind at the time of the killings, but we now do know that the prosecution won't be asking for the death penalty. Instead, on the table will potentially be life in prison and a fine of $250,000. Ten months after the killings, while in protective custody, he actually wrote a two-page letter to a friend. People magazine quoted parts of the letter where Matthew says that he was deceived. He said, quote, I was deceiving myself. I now know that the reptile DNA thing was a delusion in my own mind. I made myself believe something that wasn't there, end quote. He then goes on to tell that friend that he's sorting through all of his beliefs, saying, quote, there's a lot to unpack, but I have to figure out what I really believe but I don't have access to information anymore, so I'm having to use my mind to figure things out. With God's help, I'm realising how far away I was from the truth. I shouldn't have spent so much time on these conspiracy theories and just focused on being a husband and a father. End quote. Abby hasn't spoken publicly since the crime, but she has moved back to Texas to live with family. The secretive church communities that Matthew belonged to haven't even addressed this heinous crime. And many who live in that area are pretty worried that if Matthew was radicalised within the church, then similar crimes could happen again. A friend of Abby spoke to People magazine saying that Abby is trying to heal and is feeling conflicted. One day she feels pity and concern for Matthew, and then the next she'll hate him and never want to lay eyes on him again. As for the QAnon, it's come out as one of the most pervasive and dangerous conspiracy theories ever. And in terms of the fight against misinformation and dangerous conspiracy theories, it is a major threat. As much as the main forms of social media like Facebook, TikTok, Twitter have cracked down, it is still out there. Already, online trolls have tried to undermine the story about Matthew's history as a false flag and a planted piece of fake news by the powers that be to discredit the movement. But I'll let you fall down the rabbit hole, though, on how it's developed into so much more than what it started as because at A Cup of Coffee and Crime, we remember victims here. Let's hope that because it was the early hours of the morning, those babies were sleepy and had no realisation of what was happening to them. And I hope that Matthew gets the mental help he needs, because to me, believing that you're living in a Matrix-type world personally says that you aren't well. Yes, the QAnon made him do it narrative does make for a good news headline, but surely mental illness or some other individual trait is much more likely to be the issue. But he is still being evaluated because it's not as straightforward as my opinion. A forensic psychologist specialising in conspiracy theories has commented on Matthew's case saying that it's possible 
that he doesn't have a severe mental illness and that he just became so wrapped up in these conspiracies that he appeared like a psychotic person, but he wasn't. He was just wrapped up in those beliefs and acted on them. There have been other cases seemingly also spurred on by QAnon and similar. A mum in California admitted to drowning her three children because she felt powerless to stop them from being sex trafficking victims. And a woman from Kentucky killed her child custody lawyer because she believed he'd joined forces with the government. Thanks for listening. To see today's case photos, click on the link in the case description to join the Cup of Coffee and Crime Facebook discussion group. And if you're enjoying being here, please leave a review on whatever platform you get your podcasts. Until next week, stay safe. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.